It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Postgame Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. We are live here at Petco Park after today's game here on the Padres Radio Network. Padres fall 13-7 against the L.A. Dodgers as the Dodgers take 3-4 of four in this wraparound series Friday through Monday. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame coverage from inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. Another tremendous crowd, more than 44,000-plus in the building. 49th sellout of the season. But the Dodgers come back to win this game after the Padres had a 5-0 lead. They score 8 in the 4th inning, 5 in the 6th inning after the Padres took a 5-0 lead in the bottom half of the 3rd. Dodgers ultimately outscore the Padres rest of the way 13-2. And despite one of the best wins of the season, and maybe their best win of the season on Saturday in this series, the Padres drop 3 of 4 to the Dodgers. They are now just 2-8. and eight against L.A. here in 2023. A lot to do on our postgame coverage. We have a lot of audio coming your way. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Should also have a lot of postgame audio coming from the clubhouse as well. Reaction from players. We'll have all the radio highlights for you. Recap this one in its entirety. But to be quite honest with you, this game is pretty simple to break down. Padres were all over Tony Gonsolin in the bottom half of the third. Took a 5 nothing lead. We'll dive into that inning. What went right? The problem is that after that bottom half of the third, nothing else really went right in this game. Aside from Luis Camposano having a four-hit game, another home run later in the game. We'll get into what Camposano did, but the Dodgers absolutely... Uh, put together an enormous rally in the fourth inning. Eight runs. Seth Lugo, who had been really good through the first three innings, I don't know what happened in that fourth inning. It was just a very different type of uh, deal in the grand slam by Mookie Betts in the fourth inning, giving the Dodgers an 8-5 to five lead. Then the Dodgers score five in the sixth inning. Padres end up getting a couple, one in the sixth inning, one in the ninth inning, but obviously not nearly enough. The Dodgers, I mean, 15 minutes. It went from a 5 nothing game to an 8-5 game, and uh, Mookie Betts had the big swing in that fourth inning. So we'll break it all down. Another disappointing loss against the Dodgers here, and the Padres dropped to 55-58 and on the season, three games below 500. So after being a game below on Friday, being unable to get back to the 500 mark, a game below heading into yesterday's game, being unable to get back to the 500 mark, 
The Padres are now three games below 500, and even with all that said, they continue to be right in the mix as far as the National League wildcard spot. So we'll get to all of it. Again, we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin when we come back. We have lots of reaction coming from the clubhouse as well. Final score in this series finale as L.A. takes three of four from San Diego. The Dodgers 13 and the Padres 7 coming back with plenty after this on the Padres radio network. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Dodgers 13 and the Padres 7 as the Padres drop 3 of 4 to L.A. in this wraparound series Friday through Monday. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame show here on the Padres Radio Network. Great to have you with us on this Monday afternoon. I'm taking you up until towards the top of the hour. That's when Gwyn and Chris, today Chris Zello, Matt Scraby will come your way. They will have much more on today's game and this series. Obviously a disappointing afternoon for the Padres. It was straw hat giveaway day here at Petco Park. I'll admit it was quite the scene looking around the ballpark and seeing so many straw hats. It was uh, uh, quite a view, but I'll tell you what, good day for it. Very uh, sunny, hot day. So everybody enjoying those hats today. Unfortunately, didn't enjoy the Final score as much as the Dodgers again improved to 65 and 46. Padres dropped to 55 and 58. We'll hear from Bob Melvin coming up in just a few minutes. We have plenty of postgame reaction coming your way from down inside the clubhouse. Obviously, a disappointing series for the Padres as they drop back to three games below 500. So I'm sure you're interested to hear what the players have to say inside that clubhouse. All of that coming up in just a little bit. First, let's recap this one. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. A scoreless first two innings for both Seth Lugo and Tony Gonsolin. In the third, Lugo worked around a leadoff single with the help of a double play ball. In the bottom half of the third, G-Man Choi worked a leadoff walk. Luis Campusano was next three in a row. Camposano steps into this one. In the air to deep left center. Outman's at the wall watching. Gonna go! Two-run home run, Luis Camposano. And the Padres in front of the Dodgers. Two to nothing here in the third. Padres were far from done. Trent Grisham singled. Hassan Kim singled. There were runners on first and second for Fernando Tatis Jr. And Fernando swings. Hits it in the air to left center field. He has found the gap. Grisham going to score. Kim's right behind him. Fernando standing at second, a two-run double. And the Padres lead it four to nothing. 
And there was still nobody out. Tatis went to third on a ground out. He scored on a Manny Machado sacrifice fly. The Padres had a 5 nothing lead. Padres were all over Tony Gonsolin in that inning. They put five, ball in, uh, five balls in play with over 100 miles per hour of exit velocity. So... Things going well. Padres at a 5-0 lead. Sun shining. Sold out crowd here at Petco Park. But then it all started to unravel. In the top of the fourth inning, the Dodgers returned the favor as they hit the ball hard against Seth Lugo. There were runners on first and second base with one out for David Peralta. Now the pitch, and Peralta hits it sharply down the right field line. That's a fair ball. Troy had no chance to get there. Goes all the way around into the corner. Freeman has scored. Muncie will be held at third base. An RBI double for David Peralta, and the Dodgers are on the board. It's 5-1 here in the fourth. Jason Hayward was next. Here's the 1-0. Hard hit in the air down the right field line. That is a fair ball. Going to pop up against the Petco boards. Bounces away from Fernando. Both runs will score. Hayward at second base. A two-run double, and just like that, a two-run game. Kike Hernandez walked, James Outman single to load the bases. Miguel Rojas hit a bloop single beyond the reach of Xander Bogarts in shallow left center. That scored another run. It was 5-4. to four. The bases were loaded for Mookie Betts. Lugo fell behind him, 3-0. 3-0, here's the pitch, and that's hit in the air to very deep left center field. Grisham is back. He looks up, going to go. Grand slam, Mookie Betts. Dodgers have very quickly erased... A 5-0 deficit. They lead 8-5. Just like that. Padres went from up 5-0 to down 8-5. That was it for Lugo. Eight straight base runners against them. Seven hits and the grand slam. Steven Wilson entered and finished the inning. Padres didn't score in the bottom of the fourth inning. Wilson then threw a scoreless top of the fifth. Gonsolin did the same in the bottom of the fifth inning. In the sixth inning, Scott Barlow came in. Kike Hernandez led off. Kike Hernandez leads off, swings at the first pitch, and hits a slider deep to left. Soto is back at the wall. This one going to go. Home run, Kike Hernandez, his first back with the Dodgers. And on the first pitch of the sixth inning, L.A. extends their lead. It's 9-5. to five. Things didn't get much better. Dodgers would eventually load the bases. Will Smith hit an RBI single. Max Muncy hit a two-run double. David Peralta, a sack fly to score another. It was a five-run sixth inning. The Dodgers led 13-5. Padres got a run back in the bottom of the sixth inning. Jake Cronenworth extended his hitting streak to 10 games with a double in the sixth inning. Luis Campusano, RBI single in that sixth inning to make it 13-6. The rest of the story, not a whole lot to tell you about. Padres went down in order in the seventh inning against Joe Kelly. They went down in order in the eighth inning. In the ninth inning, Luis Camposano hit another home run, his first career multi-home run game, his second four-hit game in a couple of weeks. So Camposano, certainly a bright spot today for the Padres. Two home runs, but a solo shot in the ninth inning, down 13-6, made it 13-7. And that was the final score. Dodgers 13, Padres 7. And obviously the two big innings for L.A., the eight-run fourth inning and the five-run sixth inning. That was plenty to beat the Padres in the finale of this four-game series as the Dodgers take three of four. And the Padres now two and eight against L.A. here in 2023. Let's go down towards the clubhouse here at Petco Park and hear some post-game reaction. 
Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. It's been so consistent for you this year. He gets the five-run lead. What happens there in the fourth inning? I, I was a bit of a surprise. I mean, he was pitching great leading up to that. Um, like you said, we just scored five. You know, get some hits. Got to give him a little rope. Obviously, it was going to be his last hitter as far as bets goes, and then it's a grand slam. Next thing you know, it's an eight-run inning. So, look, I, I obviously don't feel great about it, but up until then, he was pitching great, and then there were some balls up in the zone, and all of a sudden, they were getting good swings on him. I know there's always talk about his endurance and the innings and all that kind of right. stuff. Does, does it get tougher for him to get out of the, a longer inning like that at this point in the season, you think, for him, or that I, not it, a factor? I don't think so. I haven't talked to him about that, but I, no. It looked good you know, leading up to that inning. What was the kind of thought process letting Seth face bets there, and how much did what happened yesterday and what's going to have to happen tomorrow play into right. that? Right. I mean, there's there's obviously that a little of that in there, but you know, with Nick starting tomorrow, we're going to have to cover a lot of innings, but... You know, when, once we got Wilson up, we weren't at the point where he was ready yet. So he's going to be ready for the next guy. You know, four runs are in. Next thing you know, it's a grand slam. Now all of a sudden it's eight runs. So that was the thinking. After today, I mean, we've we've gone over this time and time again, the, the ability to kind of flush games like this one. Yeah. How important is that going to be? With well, we're going to have to. Well, you know, again, we were on the verge of, of 500 a couple games ago, and then, you know, we have two tough ones again. So we continue to take some, some blows. But, uh, you know, another challenge to get off the mat tomorrow, and that's our expectation. What is the expectation from Nick and what he can give you? See, he's had a pretty good workload, but he's gotten two days off. Whenever he gets two days off, he's able to give you multiple innings. How many, I'm not sure. This wasn't the team that you're, you're chasing. I know that every win is precious, but you now have a lot of games against the Diamondbacks coming up, the Marlins. Right. Like how important is this stretch coming up? Yeah, I mean, it's been important for a while now. So to get back in it where we were three down, all those games were important. Each and every game will be that much more important. You know? And like you said, there are a lot of teams that were, were ended up having to play that are ahead of us right now. So they're all going to be important. In the next series, you're going to ask, I'm going to get the same question. So it's, you know, at this point in time, we put us, ourselves in a position where every game is, is more important than the day before. Bob, what's the potential concern with the rotation with Joe out that's obviously a game changer you're trying to see what that road back looks like right. for Michael Walker and then with Hill's rough outing yesterday and then you had Seth today there it seems like you guys have had to piecemeal a lot together at the stretch where you've been able to depend on pitching right. all year well we have so and we and we have some depth now you know it's it hurts to lose a guy like Joe you know kind of leader of the staff here you know between you know he and you but everybody goes through it. We just our timing wasn't great with it. Um, but I think the timing with Walker coming back—that's important. You know, adding the depth with Rich. So, you know, hopefully we have enough to to sustain it, and you know, we feel like we have quality guys to run out there every day. What is your clarity on when Michael will return? Uh, I'll probably have a for sure for you tomorrow. 
That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse here at Petco Park. Sam Levitt back with you inside the Western Metal Building following this 13-7 win for the Dodgers in this series finale. You heard Bob Melvin uh, talk there and, and get asked about this upcoming stretch, and it's a very, very important stretch for the Padres. Right now they are three and a half games out of a wild card spot, even sitting three games below 500. They are right in the mix here in the wild card race, and here is why that stretch coming up is so important. They have two games against Seattle tomorrow and Wednesday, day off Thursday, then three games against Arizona, three games against Baltimore, then four more against Arizona, three more against Miami. They have a three-game series against Milwaukee, three against St. Louis, four against San Francisco, and three against Philadelphia. So in that stretch through the early part of September, they have one, two, three, four, five, six. Six of those series against Arizona, Miami, Milwaukee, San Francisco, and Philadelphia, they are against teams that are currently ahead of them in the wild card race. Now, Milwaukee, you won't see them in the wild card standings because right now they have the lead in the NL Central over Cincinnati, but who knows? Uh, that's a division that's very close. So you might see Milwaukee drop back into the wild card here as we go along. This is a critical stretch coming up. And the bottom line is this. The Padres cannot afford to have series like this where you lose three out of four. Now, each game in this series was a little bit different, right? You look at the loss on Friday. Padres had a late lead, couldn't hold on. That was disappointing. The big win on Saturday is they come from behind. That was maybe the best win they've had all year. And then Sunday, they fall behind yesterday, 6 nothing early. A lot of the air out of the balloon, really, uh, after all the momentum from Saturday. And here today, what a weird one. 5 nothing with a five-run third. And then Seth Lugo, who had been so good through three innings. I mean, he was cruising the second time through the lineup. It just did not go well. I mean, a single, a fly out, and then eight consecutive base runners in that inning. And in the process, Dodgers scoring eight runs in that fourth inning. So uh, that, that fourth inning simply unraveled on the Padres and Seth Lugo, but three very different losses in this series. But the one constant we've seen throughout the year from this Padres team, unfortunately, has been the inability to really carry momentum. We've seen it all year. It's one step forward, two steps back, two steps forward, one step back, so on and so on. I've said it a million times at this point in the season. It's what we saw this weekend against the L.A. Dodgers, not being able to carry that momentum uh, into the following days. So now the Padres are going to have to regroup quickly. They're going to face a Seattle team that's playing better, a team that's also battling for a postseason spot in the American League. And then obviously, like I said, huge series against the Diamondbacks coming up in Arizona next weekend. So disappointing series here for the Padres, but it is no time to sulk. No way around that. They've got very important games coming up. And uh, we'll see how they fare on this road trip and beyond. Much more to do on our post-game show. We have a lot of audio to get to from down inside the clubhouse. We'll hear from Seth Lugo and much, much more to come. Again, the final score, Dodgers 13, Padres 7. Post-game show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Dodgers 13 and the Padres 7 as the Padres drop this series finale to the L.A. Dodgers. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame show. 
from inside our loft. Almost at San Diego Studios. We're not in the studio. We're here inside the loft at the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. Another uh, disappointing loss here for the Padres on this Monday. Again, the final totals for the Dodgers. 13 runs, 15 hits, one error. They left on five. Padres, seven runs, 11 hits, no errors. They left on three. In case you're just joining us, Padres put together a five-run third inning. They had a 5 nothing lead in this game, but the Dodgers responding in a huge way immediately. An eight-run fourth inning. All those runs charged against Seth Lugo, and then the uh, Dodgers also scoring five in the sixth inning to take a 13-5 lead. So at one point in this game, Dodgers had scored 13 unanswered runs. Padres get one back in the sixth inning, one back in the ninth inning. Obviously not nearly enough as they fall 13-7. to We'll hear from Today's starting pitcher, Seth Lugo, in just a moment. First, let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our East pitcher of the game, we're going to give you some positivity for some of the awards today. How about Steven Wilson out of the Padres bullpen? He was good when he came in, entered after the fourth inning, after the grand slam by Mookie Betts that knocked Lugo out of the game. Got Freeman and Smith back-to-back, ended up putting together a 1-2-3 fifth inning. So all in all, for Steven Wilson on 18 pitches. So he was very good, and you know what? Let's be real for a second. The game was not out of reach at that point. It was 8-5 in the top of the fourth inning. I mean, if the Padres can keep that a three-run game, they have got plenty of time to make a comeback. Now, the five-run sixth inning really put the game out of reach, made it a 13-5 game. But they weren't out of it, even with how explosive that fourth inning was for the L.A. offense. So Wilson came in, did a good job, five up, five down. He's our ace pitcher of the game. Speaking of pitching, a frustrating outing, no doubt, for Seth Lugo. Very, very good uh, Good to start. He worked around a two-out single in the first inning, one, two, three, second. Worked around a leadoff single in the third. Got some help with a double play ball off the bat of Miguel Rojas. And then in the fourth inning, uh, things came apart. Leadoff single for Freddie Freeman. He actually got the second out of the fourth inning on a fly, or, or excuse me, he got the second batter in the fourth inning on a fly ball off the bat of Will Smith for out number one. After that, here's how it went. It was a 5 nothing game, runner on first base, one out. Walk, RBI double, two-run double, walk, single, RBI single, grand slam. And just like that, the Dodgers had an 8-5 lead. And the Seth Lugo was done. Three innings and a third, eight earned runs given up, eight hits. He walked two, struck out two on 71 pitches. Let's go downstairs inside the Padres clubhouse and hear from today's starting pitcher, Seth Lugo. Um, well, uh, you know, uh, I made some mistakes out there. You know, have some balls over the, over the plate and it's bad counts. Did you chase? Did you feel like they knew what was coming? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we know now that they did. You, you know now, as in you came in and you saw what you were doing. Yeah. It happens from time to time. They're pretty good at it. What, what keeps you from like knowing that at the time, and then when you see it, how is that? You're like, it's like a aha moment. 
Um, well, you know, you, you try to stay uh, try to stay locked in and focused on execute pitches, and um, you know, some other stuff just just uh, slips your mind. Given kind of how those first three innings went, how, how frustrating is it to have things spiral on you kind of the way they did in that fourth? Yeah, it was very frustrating, you know. Um, yeah, it was a big game, uh, you know, when you did play some good ball, and uh, you know, the guys put up a lot of runs, and uh, you know, needed to put up a better start than that to give us a chance. As a rotation, you guys are trying to manage the, you know, the vacancies there with Joe and Michael working his way back, and then you get in a stretch like this where there's not many games left, and you're trying to win every one. How, how do you, as a staff, manage those couple of losses in particular right now? Uh, you, you flush them, you know. Uh, I'm over that one. Uh, looking forward to make my next one. And, um, you know, when it goes like that, you, you can't linger on it. Uh, you make the adjustment and move on. It's tough with you, know, you get a guy like Joe and his track record out and Michael's out who was in the rotation for a while of everybody kind of adjusting and new guys at the deadline and Nick's going to have to go tomorrow. And there's just a lot of adjusting on the fly right now with you guys. Well, um, you know, those are a big piece of the team. And, uh, you know, I hate that they're down, but... Um, you know, we gotta we got to step up and pick them up, and um, that's the only way to go about it. That was Seth Lugo, today's starting pitcher for the Padres. Obviously a very tough fourth inning for Lugo. Eight runs given up. Interesting there at the very start of his postgame comments, uh, talking about it seemed to intimate that maybe he was tipping his pitches uh, and that the Dodgers had an idea of what he was going to throw. So uh, that's tough, and I'll tell you what. I mean, it certainly looked like in that fourth inning – like something turned i mean he was so good the first time through the order and then in the fourth inning i mean they were just on what he was throwing and things were hit hard um you know Betts swings at a 3-0 pitch in the fourth uh 3-0 pitch uh down by one the grand slam uh to give the dodgers an 8-5 lead so uh look uh things really turned that second time through the lineup that was part of what was so jarring about what happened in that inning is that lugo was really I don't want to say cruising. I mean, he had given up a couple of base hits, but he looked good. He looked like the Seth Lugo that's had three quality starts before today, and then things just were totally different in that fourth inning. So that was interesting there, and uh, I I wonder what Lugo saw when he went went back inside and and kind of took a look at what he was doing, and and maybe uh, he was tipping a little bit. He seemed to intimate that there. So uh, we'll uh, continue to break it down. We have more post-game audio to get to, so stay tuned. Uh, we'll continue to give out our daily awards. Look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up a little bit later and in just a little while, coming up towards the top of the hour. Gwyn and Chris today, Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. will have much more on this game. They'll come your way right around 5 p.m. Tony Gwynn Jr. on his way to Seattle with the Padres as they begin a road trip tomorrow. So much more to get to here on 97.3 The Fan. Again, the Padres fall 13-7 to to the L.A. Dodgers. More to come after this on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here today, Dodgers 13 and the Padres 7 as the Padres fall in this series finale to L.A. Sam Levitt with you inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park as we wrap this one up. Again, the final totals for L.A. 13 runs, 15 hits, one error. They left on five for the Padres. Seven runs, 11 hits, no errors, and they left on three. Padres again dropped to 55 and 58 on the year. Dodgers improved to 65 and 46. And at the moment, Padres are three and a half games out of a National League wildcard spot. They will head to Seattle two games 
series, a quick one beginning tomorrow, off the Thursday three-game series in Arizona over the weekend, then back home uh, next week against Baltimore, then Arizona, then Miami. It's a long homestand, and like we illustrated earlier, between now and September 6th, Padres have six series against teams that are ahead of them in the postseason wild card race against Arizona, two series, one against Miami, one against Milwaukee, uh, which uh, you won't see them in the wild card right now because they're leading the NL Central, but hypothetically they could be in the wild card mix ahead of where the Padres are right now, San Francisco and Philadelphia. So very, very important stretch for the Padres coming up. They'll play the Dodgers one more time. Uh, from September 11th to September 13th in L.A. And a tough one here today for the Padres. Their struggles in the regular season, let's be honest, they continue against the L.A. Dodgers. Padres 2-8 and eight now against day here in 2023. Last three seasons now in the regular season. Uh, the Dodgers 34-14 and 14 against the Padres. So... Uh, for the success of last year in the NLDS, how fun it was and everything it meant, and it, it did mean a lot. It was amazing. It was great. Uh, unfortunately, that momentum against L.A. is not really carried over into this regular season. We'll see how the Padres can wrap up the regular season against the Dodgers uh, come September. So a lot to do on our postgame show. We'll go back to uh, the Padres Clubhouse, get some more postgame reaction in just a moment. First, let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game here today. We will go with the Padre. Again, I told you I was going to give you some positive vibes here on the awards. Luis Garcia. Good out of the bullpen. It's been a tough go as of late for Luis, so let's give it to him today. Two scoreless innings in the seventh and the eighth. Allowed two hits, struck out three, 37 pitches, no runs given up. Game was a bit out of hand at that point. 13-6 by the time he came in, but Garcia, two scoreless innings out of the pen. I know, in a 13-7 loss, we're giving awards to the Padres, but hey, why not a little positivity, right? Relief pitcher of the game. Luis Garcia, nice job by Luis today. Two scoreless innings out of the bullpen. And you know what? He did have to face Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman and Will Smith and Max Muncy and Peralta. So uh, he did a nice job against the top of the Dodgers lineup. Let's now tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Pisano steps into this one, in the air to deep left center, out into the wall, watching, gonna go! Two-run home run, Luis Camposano, and the Padres in front of the Dodgers, 2 to nothing here in the third. Big day for Luis Camposano, couple of home runs, another four-hit game, his second of the year, did it in Detroit a couple of weeks ago. And he had a very nice day. Two home runs, three RBIs, four hits total. Excuse me, four RBIs total. And his first multi-home run game. So good stuff from Luis, certainly. And he'll be our player of the game 
here today on the Padres Radio Network. Certainly contributed in that five-run third inning. Two-run shot got the scoring started. Padres would get a two-run double from Fernando Tatis Jr. Sack fly for Manny Machado to make it five to nothing. And uh, the Padres, unfortunately, would not have that lead for long. Eight runs in the top of the fourth inning for L.A. as they took an 8-5 lead and really never looked back in this ball game. But Luis Camposano, got to love what he did uh, in today's game offensively. Again, two home runs, four RBIs total. And uh, Luis, hopefully something he can build on. And he's done a nice job. I mean, you look at it, he's hitting 319 so far this season. Obviously, that's helped by a couple of four-hit games, but... Uh, done some very very nice things for the Padres uh, in that catching spot since coming off the IL. Speaking of Luis Camposano, let's go back inside the Padres clubhouse and hear some post-game reaction from Luis. For your first two home run game for you, what was working for you out there? I'm just seeing it well, you know, just putting good swings on what I can, so. Yeah. Uh, does it give you confidence as a player despite not getting the win, just moving forward and, and working back to for, for you? Um, I mean, you know, like we're all about winning, but I mean, four hits, it's cool you know great but you know we got to win you see the ball bigger out there any anything different with your approach today or is it that's the same just playing you know just playing my game and you know doing what i can to contribute i think it's kind of regathers a group but at this point this is a quick road trip just keep playing man that's just it you know know, tomorrow we play and you know hopefully we just it takes one game to just turn it around so just gotta keep going all right, we'll see if the Padres can do that tomorrow and uh, turn things around. That was Luis Camposano from inside the Padres clubhouse. Very nice day for Luis. Much more to get to on our post-game coverage here on the Padres radio network. Full out-of-town scoreboard coming up, and then we will hand things off to Gwyn and Chris. Today, Chris Ello, Matt Scraby coming your way. They'll have much more on today's game. They'll also, uh, well, I don't want to speak for them. I don't know that they'll take your phone calls or not. I'll let them decide that, but uh, we're probably going to skip phone calls calls today here on the post game show get it to uh uh, Chris Ello and Matt Scraby uh, towards the top of the hour. So they have uh, a solid hour plus to talk about this game here today. Again, the final score, Dodgers 13, Padres 7. Back with more after this on the Padres Radio Network. Game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as the Padres fall 13-7 to to the L.A. Dodgers in this series finale. We'll have Gwyn and Chris, Chris Ello, Matt Scraby today coming your way in just a handful of minutes towards the very top of the hour as we continue to wrap this one up from Petco Park. Padres dropping to 55 and 58. Dodgers improving to 65 and 46. Tough outing for Seth Lugo. Three innings and a third. Eight earned runs given up. An eight-run fourth inning. Mookie Betts, who... Uh, continues to just uh, have a great season alongside Freddie Freeman for the Dodgers. The go-ahead grand slam in the fourth inning had the green light on 3-0, and and that was just the start of the story in that fourth inning because Betts was the seventh consecutive base runner to reach in that inning against Lugo, and uh, it ends up being just a very, very tough inning for the Padres, and the game totally turned in that fourth inning. Another issue here today, and it gets a little buried because of what happened uh, on the starting pitching side of things today with Lugo in, in that fourth inning. One of the things that did not go well for the Padres the final two games of this series Yesterday, we talked about it. Fernando Tatis Jr., Juan Soto, Manny Machado, 0 for 11 combined. Here today, Soto, Machado, and Xander Bogarts, a combined 1 for 12, a single by Soto in the fifth inning. That was it. So, uh, Padres didn't get helped out in the last couple of games, you know, by the, the middle part of that order, by three out of the four guys in the quote-unquote big four. 
uh, last couple of games, and obviously they rely on those guys to produce offensively. Now, again, the story last couple of games in what's been a rarity this season for the Padres has been Starching that has not been great. Rich Hill giving up six innings, or I should say uh, six runs and two innings yesterday, and then the fourth inning today for Seth Lugo. But, hey, this rotation has been so, so good all year. Uh, right now, it's it's dealing with a few things. It's dealing with a couple of tough starts in a row, and it's also dealing with the injuries to Joe Musgrove, who was shut down for a few weeks, and Michael Waka, who we're, we're still waiting to hear when he will come back, if he's going to have another rehab outing or not. If he doesn't, sounds like there would be a possibility that he would return this coming weekend in the series against Arizona. But Bob Melvin saying earlier, uh, probably tomorrow we'll have an update on Waka and what the next step is for him. But... Boy, the, the Padres could really use Michael Waka back in that rotation right now. The last thing the Padres need, I'll tell you this, the last thing they need is for this rotation as they try to make this run to take a step back. And with the injuries they have, it's tough to, to keep up the pace, you know, they were going at the leading the National League in quality starts. They still enter today with the lowest team ERA in the National League. Or, excuse me, it's even better. In the major leagues, they led, uh, let me rephrase everything I said there. They entered today leading the major leagues in starting pitching ERA at 368. So they've had the lowest starting pitching ERA in the major leagues entering today. So the last thing they need right now is for the, the starting pitching, uh, to falter and uh, obviously a tough couple of starts first for Hill and for Lugo, but you know, we'll see what happens, uh, on this road trip and, and hopefully the starting uh, staff can bounce back. Uh, tomorrow's going to be a little bit different and we'll dive into tomorrow's game in a second, but Nick Martinez will make the start for the Padres. It'll be a bullpen game, which was, you know, I wonder part of the equation. Uh, when you have Lugo struggling and the Padres couldn't get him out before bets came up and we heard Bob Melvin talk about it. Wilson was getting loose. He wasn't ready by the time, you know, bets came up there, but uh, it's going to be a long day for the Padres bullpen tomorrow. Nick Martinez did pitch on Saturday and throw 22 pitches. So he wasn't used, you know, a ton on Saturday as far as pitches. He did throw 38 pitches on Wednesday. Knowing Nick, I'm sure he's going to be able to give you uh, a solid little start tomorrow, you know, whether it's, you know, 30-something, 40 pitches, a few innings, and hopefully he can do something similar to what we saw uh, in Colorado last week. And if he can do that, uh, that would put the Padres in a pretty good position. But, again, it is a bullpen day tomorrow, and then we'll see what the uh, story is with Michael Waka moving forward this week. But, obviously, for a rotation and a starting staff that has been so good. The newcomer yesterday, Hill, struggled. And then uh, Lugo, great three innings to start, but things uh, coming apart in that fourth inning. Again, the final, Dodgers 13, Padres 7. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the out-of-town scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Padres had the early game today, so we've got, that is the only final. We've got a handful of other games going on right now, some coming up later. Reds beating the Marlins 4-1 in Cincinnati in the fifth inning there. Twins ahead of the Tigers, 8-0 in Detroit in the fifth inning. Pirates leading the Braves, 3-0 in Pittsburgh in the third. Mets ahead of the Cubs, 3-0 in New York in the third. Royals and the Red Sox are scoreless in the third at Fenway Park. Blue Jays and the Guardians scoreless in the fourth inning in Cleveland. 
Coming up later, 5, 10 p.m. in Milwaukee, Rockies and the Brewers. Peter Lambert on the mound for Colorado. Freddie Peralta on the mound for Milwaukee. In Chicago, Yankees at the White Sox at 5-10. Garrett Cole for the Yankees. Dylan Cease on the hill for the White Sox. Giants at the Angels at 6-38. Logan Webb on the mound for San Francisco. Patrick Sandoval on the mound for the Angels, who are struggling. And they're falling farther out of that wild card race in the AL. Big game for the Angels here tonight. Rangers against the A's in Oakland at 6-40. Dean Dunning on the mound for the Rangers. And we do have one postponement already today. Nationals and the Phillies postponed due to weather in Philadelphia. They'll make that up as part of a doubleheader tomorrow. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Monday in the Major Leagues. Forgot what day it was for a second. It's always tough with these wraparound series Friday to Monday. Let's be honest, in the midst of a baseball season, yeah, it's hard to remember what day it is sometimes. Let's hear our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. 3-0, here's the pitch. And that's hit in the air to very deep left center field. Grisham is back. He looks up. Gonna go. Grand slam, Mookie Betts. Dodgers have very quickly erased... A 5-0 deficit. They lead 8-5. That was certainly the play of the game. Pains me to say it, and sorry you had to hear it again, but it was. Mookie Betts, the grand slam in the fourth inning, turned it from a 5-4 game to an 8-5 game. Dodgers scoring eight runs in the fourth inning, totally flipped this game around right after the Padres had scored five in the third and bets the final batter that Lugo would face. The Grand Slam, home run number 31 on the season for Mookie Betts. And that was the big swing in this one. A 3-0 pitch, had the green light, and drove it out to left center field. So that was our play of the game, unfortunately, here today on the Padres Radio Network. See, I, I was positive with you on the uh, Daily Awards. We give our player of the game to Luis Camposano. We gave our relief pitcher of the game to Luis Garcia. Ace pitcher of the game to Stephen Wilson. I did my best, but play the game, impact. We had to go with the Mookie Betts Grand Slam there. So, Padres lose three out of four to the L.A. Dodgers. What is next? Well, that's a trip to Seattle. Little mini two-game series beginning tomorrow at T-Mobile Park in Seattle. Pitching matchup tomorrow, it'll be right-hander Logan Gilbert on the mound for the Mariners. It will be right-hander Nick Martinez making the start for the Padres tomorrow on a bullpen day. So, tough task tomorrow in Seattle for the Padres, a bullpen day to begin the road trip. By the way, the uh, the second matchup pitching-wise in that series on Wednesday, Yu Darvish on the mound for the Padres, Brian Wu, right-hander on the mound for Seattle, day off Thursday, and then a very important three-game series in Arizona, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Again, first pitch tomorrow, 640, Eco Water, SoCal, Padres pregame show will begin at 540. Certainly hope you can join us then. Taking a look at the final totals in this game here today. For the Dodgers, 13 runs, 15 hits, one error. They left on five. For the Padres, seven runs, 11 hits, no errors. They left on three. Winning pitcher was Tony Gonsolin, who improves to seven and four. He allowed six earned runs on nine hits in six innings, but did pick up the win on 84 pitches. And the losing pitcher was Seth Lugo, who gave up eight earned runs in three plus innings. He drops to four and six. Time of game, two hours and 40 
46 minutes. The attendance here today, the 49th sellout of the season, 44,455 Padres fans. You were great all weekend. Another sellout here at Petco Park. As always, you can listen back to any of our post-game show on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast. For our great studio coordinator, Matty Rhodes, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long from Petco Park. Again, the final, Dodgers 13, Padres 7, winning Chris, Chris Elomat Scraby coming your way 